Welcome to the Rebel and Muse podcast, where you can join us on our journey of self-improvement. I'm Kaleo Wassman. And I'm Melanie Wassman. Tune in each week to discover how we find balance in health, love, and life. <sighs> I'm telling you, I'm pretty much into the idea of hologramming myself. <laughs> so <laughs> so you can poop at home <laughs> so i <laughs> well that Best is drop zone it, ever oh my gosh <laughs> that is fantastic thanks for going right to the source yeah you know well we're, we're on part two of our q a okay let's uh let's pick it up let's just get in it let's dive in all right all right welcome back so i got a dm from oh my gosh this sweet soul she has um how many kids does she have she has four kids, I think, and um, married and is f- so busy, but wants her time. Right now, her kids are getting a little bit older, and she wants to be selfish. She wants to spend time alone. She wants to do things by herself. Um, she hasn't even gone out to eat alone, and um, she's looking for actions, affirmations, anything. But what she said here, which was really sweet, she said, the more I look in, the more I love, and the more lovely I become on the outside. Huh. Well, mic drop right there. <laughs> I think that's beautiful. And she just says she always feels guilty about taking time for herself. Right. But, okay. So uh, the interesting thing is, you know, and I've heard this over and over and over, is you you can't be anything other than selfish you what i mean by that i i know what it sounds like but what i mean by that is okay i've 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 told you this before but i don't know if i've told this on a podcast but you know those champagne pyramids Mm -hmm. right they like have like the top glass and then the two glasses underneath the top glass and then so forth, so forth. So it's just like, and it's just like this giant, something you would see like in the Great Gatsby, right? Or yes. something like that. So he's, and so what happens is, is you pour from the source, the bottle, we'll call it a source, right? And you pour it into that one glass. Let's just say that one glass is you. You're able to overflow after connecting with that pour into all the other champagne glasses along the way down Mm -hmm. to me it's it's the only way it's going to work because if without that one glass being filled up none of them get filled up beautiful i like that analogy so contact yourself with source understand who you are fill yourself up and then everyone else okay perfect example too you remember oh i just did this because i just flew from york um was i love saying you're uh i oh so you're listening to the uh what do you the the, uh flight attendant they're not stewardesses you're listening to the flight attendant they're explaining like the safety features of the airplane right the airbus and they say put your oxygen mask on if there's um what do you call cabin pressure drops Mm -hmm. put your oxygen mask on first now this sounds selfish, right? You want to make sure like your family's taken care of. Put their, put their uh, mask on your kids first, right? No, that's not how it works. The reason is is because if you try to put it on your kids, you're gonna lose consciousness. So take care of yourself, then you put it on your kids. 
And that's just kind of like the same pur- the, the same purpose here. Make mm-hmm. sure that you put that oxygen mask on you so you can breathe and then you can help everyone else breathe after that. And without that, without that kind of knowledge for me, um, it would be a losing battle. I would feel so, I, I've done that before. I've done that and nobody wins. Mm-hmm. nobody wins I mean well you- it sounds like she understands the need for it but she just doesn't know how so I would say start with some very small acts of self-love Ooh, like what so let's say um, well what I try to do is my skincare mm-hmm. uh, in the morning or in the evening and brushing my teeth whatever it is you know before better or when I wake up take that time instead of rushing through it and, and thinking okay gosh I gotta get this this and this done take the time to really honor and give yourself that moment of self-love so my skincare routine is very slow and deliberate and mindful and filled with self-love because I, I treat it as such and you can do anything like that you can um, anything can be self-love whether it's taking yourself for a walk or watering your plants whatever it is that uplifts you and fulfills you taking a moment to sit on the couch and and read a book read even just a few pages if you have a half an hour or 15 minutes Um, just taking that time for you and giving yourself permission that's going to be a really big part of it it's okay to be selfish it's okay to take this 5 10 15 minutes which will grow into i'm going to take myself out for dinner or take myself out for a lunch and really honor me. By the way, I love taking myself out. Mm-hmm, so do I. I love I love going to dinner by myself. I do it often, especially on tour, especially in different countries. I love taking myself out and just going, going to go meet me who I've arrived at at that time because I am ever-changing like we all are. And to just pay attention on who you're changing into is that's so powerful. I mean, because you are not going to be the same <laughs> always. And I, I mean, who wants that? We have this ability to be on this on this earth and become different people. We can have multiple lifetimes in one life, you mm-hmm. know, and we can be different people the whole time. And to me, I mean, that's kind of the expansion of it all. And I, wow, cool, very cool. Well, I also like when you're on tour or you're wherever you are and I am here, sometimes we take ourselves out to dinner, but we still communicate. So it's kind of like we're together, but not. We're enjoying our time alone, but yet we can still communicate via text or a phone call or sending a photo of something. So we're in that communication, um, but we are uh, technically by ourselves, mm-hmm. which is maybe that might be a nice baby step. You, um, she mentioned that she does take time with her husband to have date night. Maybe they go on separate dates with the, with themselves and they still can be in communication. You know, look, this is what I'm experiencing. Oh my gosh, my meal was this or whatever it is, but also take that time to really savor your meal by yourself and a- treat it as an act of self-love. So you're technically by yourself however you still do have your loved one um, available to you while they're out on their solo date by themselves as well and you can kind of communicate however you want i like that it's a to me that's just a baby step to get to the point where not only like you have certain amount of date nights per month but you have date nights with you 
Mm-hmm. And yeah. baby stepping your way through that. I mean, like, so you have, let's see, four four weeks, right, in a month usually. So you have three date nights together, one date night yourself. Mm-hmm. And just, you know, do it, you know. And when when we say, like, yourself, like, it's not, don't don't call the boys or the girls up and, you know, go out. Although right. that's, you know, that's always great too. But, like, this is, like, you know, very, very important, like, self-check-in. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, you, you get to points where you need to check in. Absolutely. Okay. Nice. Good questions. Yeah. Um, let's see. What are your fa- – oh, no, here we go. What happened at horse camp? <laughs> what happens at horse camp stays at horse camp. Apparently not. <laughs> Apparently not. Yeah, talk about this cryo – well, first of all, go, go into your horse camp story. But then um, I am really interested because we got this new machine. Yes. And I'm excited about that. I know, that. I'm very excited okay. too. Um, okay, so horse camp, uh, my lovely neighbors, our lovely neighbors, Lisa and Lauren – from this colorful world. Um, Lisa used to ride back in Sweden and um, was telling me about, now her and Lauren both ride and, and they were telling me about the horses that they lease. And, you know, I, I just, I've always wanted to get back into riding because I used to show years and years ago. And this was the catalyst of me getting back literally in the saddle was them saying, well, we're going to a horse camp at the end of the month. Do you want to join us? And immediately I said, yes, yes, I do. And I went online, I bought my riding helmet, I bought my paddock boots, because I don't have anything left. It's been seriously many, many years. And I signed up for horse camp. Now horse camp is at an equestrian center and it's usually the mothers of the kids that ride there. And obviously um, I'm, I'm not a mother of a kid that rides horses. Um, so I was kind of getting back into it, kind of new at it. So adult horse camp, we, it's four days and you ride, um, you ride Western saddle, which I'm used to both English and Western. Um, however, we did posting trots and any of you who ride out there posting in a Western saddle is just for me, um, a little awkward. The saddles are wider. I haven't used those muscles in a long time. My adductor muscles, I mean, obviously you do, but, um, not to that extent. Um, we did some, dressage we did some gymkhana we did barrels we did a little bit of jumping which is another story in itself Um, but a lot of fun and I was really sore um, just in my adductor muscles the inner thigh muscles well on the last day or the day after the last day my thighs were bruised and swollen like really swollen my inner thighs look like i had like a a butt cheek on each side (laughs) now i was gone so i didn't i didn't see thank god you were gone because it was so um interesting looking oh stop i would have yeah i was I, i was actually kind of disappointed i wasn't here to help out yeah i tried to take a photo and then i just had to delete them so i had really really um i i basically pulled my groin at wow. horse camp, right? Which is a strain of the adductor. Muscles. I'd like to I'd like to interject here just for a brief minute. Um, those of you just thinking like this is like trotting around and and like going like a leisure horse walk. Yeah, it was not that. It was not that. Melanie showed me video of her like speeding down the rodeo <laughs> ramp or whatever you call that around an barrels and pole <laughs> bending and all this like jumping and so it's like. 
it kind of made my palms sweat when I was watching it on my phone because <laughs> it was so fast. It was I've I, again. This goes back to you know this this chick being a spy. Like it's all of a sudden <laughs> like now you're you're like this like number one rodeo uh, barrel racer, <laughs> whatever it is. Like it's like who are you? Like really? It's just always surprising. Okay, now you can take over. Well, okay. So at horse camp, I'm like, well, you know, it's been so many years since I've ridden. So I'll go very easy, you know, I'll be very gentle. And then I, I started and I was like, oh, this came back so fast. This is so, I, I got this. So of course I pushed the limit and, and did everything to the full extent of horse camp. So cut two, a couple of days later with pulled groin muscle. Wait, not, oh yeah, right, right. Yeah. Okay, okay. <laughs> okay don't, don't skip over the yoga class. Oh, geez. Okay. Yeah. So here I am trying to figure out which yoga pants <laughs> are going to hide this obscene um, big bulge on my left thigh, inner thigh. <laughs> I mean, if it was on both thighs, you know, it would be different, you know? But no, it was one. So, I, it, gosh, it was really embarrassing. So I'm teaching yoga class on a Saturday morning, and I'm, you know, explaining it because I was very self-conscious about this bulge in on one side of my body. And... One of my students is a is a doctor, and I said, "Hey, doc, uh, what do you think this is going to go down?" <laughs> she goes, "Oh my God, you may have a blood clot. You need to go to the ER right now." <laughs> so I freaked out, and I said, "Well, I can't. Class is starting in five minutes." So the whole class, you I have was this on your head. Yeah, I'm thinking about. Oh shit, I may have a blood clot. I know. Which I mean. Thanks, Doc. Right. <laughs> no, she was just being, actually, when I did go to, to, to urgent care, they were really grateful that I did go just in case. So after class, I did not pass go or collect $200. I went straight to urgent care. Mm. And um, the doctor ruled out a blood clot, thank God. So they said that I had, um, you know, just a strain growing. Hey, that's interesting. How did they rule that out? Good question. Yeah. Well, the interesting part was he did a couple of little tests, like, um, and so did my student. Um, she she did this test too. But I guess you check your blood pressure or uh -huh. the your pulse in your foot. You look for any swelling around the ankles. You look for any discoloration or and also they palpitate the swelling to see what texture it is. Um, and I didn't show any signs of that. And if it if it were to be um, kind of an unknown, like, yeah, it could be, then they would send me to, uh, what is it, a ultrasound. Ah, uh, yeah. to see, yeah, to see if But they any... wanted to rule it out because at this particular urgent care, there was no ultrasound technician. So uh, I would have had to go all the way down to Zion. Right. Uh, for those <laughs> that don't know the geography of it, <laughs> Zion is basically Mexico. Yeah, it's right. in San Diego well, down there. It's just close. <laughs> right. I had to go all the way to Zion. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so anyway, so I didn't have a blood clot. I just had a really swollen leg. And another one of my students was in class and said, oh, well, let me just let you borrow our cryo sleeve. Huh. And this is where I, I heard start angels to, singing. I start to geek out because like, I wait a minute. love this. You have a cryo sleeve? Tell me more. So her husband works for this company, and they sell these things called, and I'm not going to say it correctly, although it does have the two dots over the O, which I think is um, Scandinavian, so Ulcer, or 
ulcer, if you want to just call it what it looks like. <laughs> I like usa better. <laughs> ulcer. Ulsa. It's um, O-S-S-U-R, I believe. And it's a cry, I think it's called the cold wash. Mm-hmm. And it's this thing that you put on your body and you can put it anywhere. I put it on my low back. I, I've been putting it on my leg. You fill up this little cooler thing with ice and a little bit of water and it sends it through this hose and into this pad that has all these little silver um, connective dots. Mm, yeah, I get you. I get okay. you. Yeah. And so you put that on and it's ice, not even ice cold. It's colder than that. It's cryo cold. <sighs> And you can't put it on your skin. You have to have a barrier, like a, a I mean, you just use like a, a, a rag um, because it'll burn you. It's that cold. Freezer burn. Yeah. So I did this consistently. I gave myself permission, coming back to that to be selfish, I gave myself permission to basically not leave the house. I had one meeting in the morning and then I came home at about 1130 a.m. and stayed home all day, all night, giving myself permission to do this cryotherapy to reduce the swelling and inflammation and um, to binge on Netflix. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> the truth comes out. <laughs> oh, no, it's just when you're laid up, it sucks. But there's a very important protocol of rest because rest for the body is the ultimate in restoration. Mm-hmm. That's what it is. It's restoration, rest. Yeah. yeah. Well, also, I do want to say that the urgent care doctor, when he was I asked, why did this happen? I mean, I felt fine. I'm not in any pain, just, you know, some muscular pain. Oh, that's another thing. A blood, blood clot would give you pain. Ah. Um, I said, no, it's just like I worked out, you know, just muscular pain. He said, well, what did you do after horse camp? <laughs> like, well, literally went to go get a glass of wine with the girls and talk about horse camp. <laughs> he goes, awesome. well, well, the next day when horse camp was over. And I said, oh, well, I just went about my day. He goes, well, did you take hot baths i said oh yeah i did he goes well that's number one why you have inflammation you should be taking cold baths and cold showers right wim hof so um next he said well did you go to the gym did you work out did you go for a run did you run stairs i'm like no no oh wait we have stairs in our house okay how much do just like going up to your house no my whole house is stairs like 33 to get to my bedroom He's like, okay, so basically you took hot baths with increased inflammation and you didn't rest and you were pretty much working out because you're going up and down stairs. So that's exactly why just from a, a minor strain on my adductor muscle turned into a pulled groin with a lot of inflammation and swelling because I did heat and um, overuse. Great to know. So anyone mm-hmm. listening right now, if you've yes. strained anything, get if you go to horse camp, right. take an ice bath. Take an ice bath and rest. And stay on the first level. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So that's a that's a long explanation of what happened at horse camp, but um, yeah, I think that was it's good. pertinent it was, yeah, if anybody has important. an injury to their adductor muscles. Well, I know that if I feel like I've strained anything else, um, I'll always, well, I'm always in the cold anyway. But also that rest is really important. Yes, yeah. rest is important. So that goes back to self-care and being selfish. Awesome. And if anybody wants any Netflix um, <laughs> recommendations. recommendations, I got a list of them. <laughs> uh, That'll right. be on the next q and I bet. Yeah. <laughs> all right, let's see. Um, what are your favorite surf spots in California? I can't tell you that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh how about this i'll just say this uh they're really fun 
<laughs> well, that's exciting. <laughs> yeah. I uh, here, and, and here and here's et- here's etiquette too. It's just like um, you never really want to out a place. We always grew up knowing that, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, if you're lucky enough and and you know you're able to meet some friends that want to take you out to their spots, I'll, I'll put it this way: the etiquette is is when a friend takes you out to a spot, a respect. It's a local respect always. I don't I don't really care how good you are. Um, it's always a local respect. You just mind yourself, paddle out there with a smile, um, and just be grateful that you can actually, you know, be out there. And then, you know, let everyone catch waves, all the locals, let them catch waves, let them catch waves, sit on the shoulder. And then if one comes your way, one swings wide off the peak, you know, surf it, have fun. Just, you know, the, I always say that the, the best surfer in the ocean or the best surfer um, at the spot is always the happiest. Um, the one with the biggest smile, right? So uh, I, I love surfing California. Um, I, I will say this. I surf a lot in Oceanside because that's where we live. And uh, there's a lot of really, really fun waves here. Okay. Perfect. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Here's another one from a DM. Um, first thing you guys do when Kaleo gets back from an extended tour trip besides the obvious. Ha ha. <laughs> I poop. <laughs> <laughs> It always comes back to poop. Now, <laughs> That's our slogan. Rebel but, Amuse podcast. Yeah. It always comes back to poop. I, poop is so important. Um, for <laughs> for me, uh, besides the obvious, right? It's, yes. it's always it's always the ocean. Um, I hate being landlocked. I'm from an island. Um, my mother is Sicilian. My father is Hawaiian. That means I am pure islander. And without an ocean, I feel <laughs> like a fish out of water. And uh, and so that's that's something that um, I'll just as soon as as soon as tour's done and home's done, I just race to the ocean and spend as much time as I possibly can in there and just being filled up with that. So yeah, nice. Yeah. Well, I'll speak to specifically this time. He's home for um, about forty-eight hours. Forty-nine. Forty-nine hours. Um, this tour, besides the obvious. Uh, which actually happened to be he got home on National Orgasm Day, so that was pretty cool. Congratulations to everyone <laughs> on that day! Yeah. Woo! Um, but th- we usually—he's so sweet. Usually, he takes care of the things that um, I need to be done. That's maybe tasky or heavy, like refilling our water from the Carlsbad um, alkaline well, which we have these—you know—big five-gallon glass. <laughs> Heavy, heavy things. And here I am walking around with one swollen leg and (laughs) not being able to do certain things. So he came home and took care of all these little tasky things for me, which was just awesome. Breaking down boxes, taking out the trash. Um, So thank you for that. Then we went and got a bunch of groceries. And because it's summer. I love shopping and I love cooking. Yeah. We um we have this summer before he left and now we just we continued it yesterday while he's home for a few days a couple days, we um open up the doors downstairs and we turn on the grill and we turn on our music and we cook and we invite a few friends over, but our neighbors across the street we have um, two couples that live right across the street from us that when we turn on a certain song, they know it's time to come over. Oh, we've been blasting that song on stage every day on this tour. Yeah. It's called Escape. 
Yeah. Or the, the, the Pina, Pina Colada song. It's actually, this is the actual name of it. It's called Escape. The Pina Colada song. Yes, in right. parentheses. So we actually had our grill going. We had some friends over, and then I turned on that song. And as soon as we turned it on, I get a text from um, one of our neighbors saying, am I hearing the song? Is that our cue to get ready and come over? Like, yes, it is. <laughs> so that's a really fun thing for us to do is to, to grill and to have some friends over. Um, because then Kaleo can, especially if he's only home for a couple of days, then he can see, you know, we can be together and he can see some of his friends all at once. So it's not, you know, he doesn't feel like he has to go and it's quite selfish. Time. It's quite selfish because I coming lure. back to being selfish, which uh, is a yeah. good thing. It's quite selfish because I lure these people in to come to me with your grilling and your pina colada song. Yeah. And so, so it's like <laughs> a win-win because rose. it's like, A, I don't leave the house. Except for shopping. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't have to go out. I get to stay in. And yes. then I get to have drinks with my friends. And then when it's all done, I kick them out and go upstairs and sleep. Yep. It's great. Actually, I never really kick anybody out. Everyone kicks their, themselves out because it's just a really fun time. Yeah. Yeah. And so if, you, if you're not. And we actually did a kava ceremony last night. Yep. Jumped in the ocean after Jumped that. Jumped in the ocean. Like about midnight. A bunch of us went to the ocean uh-huh. after the kava ceremony. It was it was a really, really cool night. Yeah. And then we ended it with one more pina colada song. Might as well. <laughs> it's kind of like the the song to start the night and the song to end the night. Which is so funny. Either that or Swedish pop music. <laughs> right. Well, it's so funny because we actually start the set with Pina Colada and we end the set with Pina Colada on oh, this specific tour, too. I get it. Uh-huh. <laughs> awesome. All right. Let's see. Another one is, um, have either of you had someone close to you die? Wow. Yeah. Uh, so going, funny, funny enough that no shame um, comes up on these questions. <laughs> uh of course, you know Zicky, mm-hmm. and uh, Zicky was a really, really beautiful, beautiful soul, fantastic. And uh, he passed away, and it was a shock to all of us because we were all very young. We all grew up. Um, I, um, you know, it affected us all like a lot. You know, and it affected all the boys in Kona especially. And so, uh, now you know that. I'm, I'm a little older to understand it and now that currently I, I i'm truly believing that we are energetic beings you know just made up of atoms and stuff this death thing is becoming a um little easier for me um at this age of my life uh and that's just due to the fact that um there's just something so eternal about us when you really think of of energy in that in that sense um especially because we're all sharing cells just by being next to each other we're we're exchanging energies um we're tapping into the energy of you know the whatever your belief system is god the universe you know the source whatever it is um so i feel now about death that um though it's a transition for people and it's you know it's it's quite vast in its depth i'm really comforted to know that energy um 
ceases. It doesn't cease to exist. It's always going on. It's always going on. So I believe my friend is within me and he's around me and he's around all of my friends and living that way too. Mm-hmm. I mean, then that's just where I've arrived at my life right now. You know, ask me two months, two years, 20 years. I may have a different answer, but just right now, I'm really comforted to know that the energy uh, that people are and how beautiful people can just be. And it, it just brings a lot of comfort for me to think of it that way. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think it's it's so, so hard for those of us who are here in this human existence when, when we lose someone. Um, you know, we, it's the unknown. We don't know what happens to them I, I i too believe that the energy doesn't cease to exist but there's such an unknown about it and we are grieving the loss of not being able to have that person in our lives anymore um but i i really like how you have come to that point in this time of your life of you know feeling comforted by that yeah yeah, yeah. it's never an easy thing um all right Next one. Next is, question, huh? <laughs> let's do, yeah. One more. Okay. All right. Let's do it. Can either of you, oh, wait, no, sorry, hold on. Can each of you give a piece of relationship advice? Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Nicely stated. Huh. <laughs> <laughs> well, we can only say what works for us. And that continues to evolve and grow and change. And something that may have worked in the past will not work because we, you know, hopefully we continue to evolve and grow and change. Um, My piece of advice is going to be something that I read recently. Um, Somewhere, it's probably on social media. I I follow a lot of inspirational um, Instagram accounts. And um, I probably saw it there somewhere. But it said that you shouldn't hold someone to what they were a few months ago um, because then you don't hold space for their continued growth. And I thought that was really profound because I think sometimes in relationship, and again, I can only speak for myself, you know, if we come to an agreement of something that worked for us last year or um, last tour or last month, and we're holding on to that and we're grasping where, you know, we're not letting each other grow and evolve and come to, to different opinions. Um, so, for example, let's just say um, something as simple as Kaleo's diet changing from be, being a pescatarian and then eating meat, uh, other meats, you know, like cows, land, cows, should, yeah. land animals. Yeah. Um, and I don't eat land animals. Um and not questioning, going, well, but you used to have these values or you used to be this way. Well, yeah, used to. Um, instead, holding space for whatever your partner wants to do in their opportunity of growth and their time on this in this human existence. So instead of him saying, oh, gosh, yeah, well, I shouldn't eat this because it's going to upset Melanie or I told her I wasn't going to do it anymore, whatever that is, that's to me not fair to either of us. So, and that can be something, you know, on a a way more grand scale than just diet. Um, But whoever we were last week could be different than what we are now last year, 15 years ago, 
hopefully we're consistently growing and evolving and what worked for us then um, you just need to hold space for your partner to explore and experiment with their human existence and um, and you know in turn ask that they do the same for you I have no advice. Um, <laughs> I really don't. I have no advice for relationships. Um, what you just said is so profound because that is not only for um, a romantic relationship. That's not just, mm -hmm. that's just, the, I mean. It if could be friends. It could be parents. It could be children. Your it kids. Could be, and, th yeah. and there's another thing. Your kids, your kids are accelerating so fast, right? Yeah. Now, now, now we have like so many um, nieces and nephews and they're constantly on the change so for you to be attached to who they were when they were four and now they're different at eight and they're going to be different at 16 mm -hmm. it's that's the kind of um like you just said that space for someone to to grow and to expand can also be turned into you holding space for you changing and mm -hmm. not being so rigid about who you believe you were has to be who you will be <laughs> yes you, yeah like you you have to understand that you are in a constant state of flux and to be so rigid you will not have any kind of bend which means you're you'll, you're just gonna snap and if you snap you're in now this position of trying to put it together so if you're able to have some pliability with who you are and understand that you are going to experience some great things, experience some terrible things, and then you're going to be able to see things um, on, those two, on those two fronts. And just to, to allow yourself to bend through the expansion of who you are because you are growing and there's going to be setbacks. A lot of them um, and there's gonna be these great uh, these great moments of clarity a lot of them just just do it and expand and so um, I, I completely agree with what you said Melanie well, I like how you took that as um, you took it a step further so I was talking about relationship with another being but you took it a step further as relationship with yourself and I think that's beautiful because that's where it stems from and oh my gosh this whole podcast let's talk about self-care and being selfish it all starts with us so you're right if we allow ourselves that um, opportunity to expand and change our mind and change our um, ideals and you know we don't have to uh, be the same person that we were a month ago 10 years ago when we were kids, we have that opportunity for growth, um, then we can be more gentle with ourselves and then we can be more gentle and show up completely for those that we are in relationship with, whatever type of relationship that is. And just understand that, you know, everyone else is going through the same thing. Yeah. I mean, yeah. that's, that's, that's beautiful. I love, I love where, uh, I love where that question took us. And with that, I'm going to say, um, We'll see you next Monday. All right. Aloha. Aloha.